Hi, my name is Joel. Hey, my name is Josh. And welcome to our podcast. You know what? Follow us on Twitter at YKW underscore girl. That's YKW underscore girl. Or you could email us at you know what though at gmail.com. Hey Josh. Good morning, Joel. You know, oh. I wish they I wish the viewers could see a background right now because <laughs> you know it's it's given it's it's given lux. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I am a man of luxury. Mm-hmm. So. Love that for you. <laughs> How was your night? Um, it was it was pretty good. You know, I had a even though it's not Valentine's, I had a Valentine's Day dinner. And ended up, you know, at a rooftop looking at the, you know, cityscape. And I will say, since I didn't make it back to my apartment to sleep, you probably know that I behaved myself. Since you did not make it back to your apartment, so since you since I did. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Is there, baby? If I got into trouble, we wouldn't be here right now. (laughs) Well, thank God that we are. Um, is there anything you want to get off your chest today? Honestly, I need to get off my chest doctor's appointment. <laughs> um, when we come from the when we come from Trinidad, I don't know if it's because it's just such a small island, but if I need to go to the doctor, I can go to the doctor today. But in the US, I needed to go to the doctor. Well, not needed, but I kind of wanted to get some things checked up on. And the doctor didn't have an appointment for like two weeks and I'm just like like are they forcing people to go to urgent care for some shitty stuff like I don't know it was just really annoying to me I'm pretty sure coronavirus is going to be um the the, the the reason that they're going to say that they have a backlog but even before coronavirus I will say when I moved to the U.S. navigating the healthcare system was very difficult for me so you are right getting a doctor's appointment is difficult um even finding a doctor is difficult because you have insurance, but then this doctor doesn't take your insurance. That doctor doesn't take your insurance. So like, it's just it's just a very difficult thing to navigate. And I do understand your frustration. And it's like, why can't everybody be good at everything? So I go to my yeah. primary care physician and I'm really not sure what he's good at because he be referring me to every other fucking person. And I'm just like, yeah. girl, what, what do you do successfully? Quickly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. What is your what is your get it off your big chest? Uh <laughs> I have been working out, so yes, my chest does look very big today. Um, mm-hmm. what I want to get off my chest is going back to the office. Like, why are we doing it? So I've been working from home for a while now. Um, I, I was supposed to be back in the office, and then on Friday, my boss was like, You know, we're supposed to be back in the office, right? And I was like, Oh, yeah, um, okay, I'll see you Monday. So I feel like I'm so much more productive working from home because I don't have to deal with a commute, you know? So that just makes me, I, I don't have to rush as much in the morning and I just, feel just, I, I just feel so much more productive. And it's not a feeling, it's a fact because when I look at, at, at my um, results, I'm actually getting a lot more done at home. So there's that. Well, I think, <clears throat> I think mainly, um, 
employers are just kind of realizing that when everyone works from home, it really does take away from the whole team building aspect of, you know, being in a team. I don't care. Wow. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. Well, Joel, when you first started off, you would have needed help. And I'm sure you were very glad. Actually, I'm sure you were very no, glad to no, be no, 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 in the office and ask for help. Let me tell you this. I started this job in July of 2020 at the height of the pandemic. And so I learned everything remotely. I had nobody to help me. I did it all on my own. All my life, I had to fight. Okay, you 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 were born or you were just in the know. Okay? I was just in the know. I was never a child. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. enough of your bullshit. Enough of your bullshit. Enough of your bullshit. Let's get into today's topic. Let's get into today's topic. And you know, for for my bullshit to your bullshit, because this topic is calling you on, on your bullshit. Before you call me on my bullshit, um, I heard something on another podcast, Boba Monet's podcast, Sibling Rivalry. Who's I want to bring to your attention. <laughs> um, the question that someone asked was that their dad's friend is 53 and he just came out. So the dad's friend was flirting with the guy and he wants to know if he should have sex with his, with his friend's dad. I would. That that's is, so that wrong. Very, Sorry. That is very. That is very messy. No. No. I think. I think. I. Well. At least I understood. His friend's dad. Like. Sorry. His friend's dad is fifty-three and just came out, and his friend's dad yeah, is flirting with, with him. him. So he wants to know she yeah. has sex with his friend's dad. I mean, why would he ask? Why should he have to ask? Should he have? Okay. Does, Let me put it. Does this he way. like? Does he like his friend's dad? Who's fifty-three? He said. He said the dad is hot. I mean, then is, is he your friend? Like yeah. the friend? Then why would you sleep with your friend's dad? What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, sleepovers would be much more interesting. <laughs> no, well, actually, well, I, I think, honestly, I think that friendship would be ruined if... Um, Every friend finds out, yeah. And the friend would find out, especially now that the friend knows his dad is gay. Like his antennas are now going to, you know, suspect yeah. him. Like, like, why are you sitting in the bathroom so late at night when you get up? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Honestly, you don't need to I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just gonna be honest. It depends. On you would what fuck. You would fuck his ma. You would fuck his dad <laughs> because that's the kind of girl you are. You, you and you already said that and you will bully somebody mad while they're waiting <laughs> on them in the car. So we already know what kind of girl that you are. <laughs> it depends on the kind of friend you are. If you're like a bona fide friend, like a day one, okay. I have enough respect for you. I have enough respect for your family. Your dad is off limits. But if like I just see you around at brunch and stuff, child. Pff. Well, they're not, not your friend though. You know, people, well, throw, people well, throw away. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now I have a question. So if it's your friend, would you tell them that their dad is flitting with you? Yeah, yeah, okay. So if it's like a, 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 a an, an inner circle friend, yeah, oh, that's a good question. Um, 
that's a that's a very uncomfortable situation to be in and i think i would want to be in front of the situation because i don't want my friend to read into anything and think that i'm encouraging it so i'd be like yo i'm not sure but xyz is happening what do you think so i'll put it to the friend but i'll, I'll definitely bring it to his attention and i'll and also put it out there that i'm not encouraging it and it's not something that i'm going after okay i have another follow-up question would it make a, you have a lot of questions would it make a difference if your friend was a boy or a girl Ooh. um if it's a if it's um if it's a, a in a single friend as well same same answer you know i, I will definitely the dad will be off limits okay yeah okay but if it's just somebody I see at brunch, child boom. Does it, ma- does it matter if, if it's like a different country? <laughs> That's a question for you. Does it matter if it's a different quest, uh, country? You know, actually, like, so this is actually something <laughs> <laughs> that I've thought about. Um, oh, my God. So quick side story. Um, so I used to... Um, have sleepovers with my friend, and the truth is always gonna be no, 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 always. no, nothing happened. I no, I still have sleepovers with my friend, and one time we found his dad's porn collection. So I was older um, than my friend by about three, four years. So How old are you guys? I believe I was. 14, 14, mm-hmm. 15, but mm-hmm. I was just more aware of stuff than him because mm-hmm. he was like 12, 13, whatever. And we found his dad's porn collection, but I don't think he knew it was a porn collection. So like I took some of his CDs to see like, oh, I wonder what his dad is interested in his porn. And there was legit like gay porn. There was gay porn. I, like I heard this story before, but was there it was, I, I probably mentioned it, yeah. There was like gay porn and straight porn. And I was like, I was like, okay, at that time, I was obviously 14. Like I've, you know, I was not developed, you know. But then I was wondering, oh my God, what if like as I got older, like his dad tried to do something on me, what will I do? So it's like when you mentioned that question, it was like the spirit came back to me. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I, I did think about this at one point. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get into today's topic. So Josh has accused me of being shallow more times than one. And do I think of myself as shallow? Um, that's what we're going to explore today. But more so, we're going to talk about, you know, I, I, I've been saying for a long time, I think that everyone is shallow on some level. And Josh thinks that that is not necessarily the case. Um, it, well, first of all, it was, I never said everyone is not shallow, but I was just stating the fact that I think you are shallow. Okay. So let's, let's get into this. Now, the main issue I have with you people, and when I say you people, I'm speaking to people like Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh main issue, the main issue I have with you people is this. You, you all say things like, it doesn't matter what he or she looks like on the outside. It's all about what's on the inside. And that song's all well and good, but I don't think it's 
honest and I don't think it's practical because when you first see someone, when you when you meet someone or, or you know, you're, you're at an event, you see someone across a room, you are attracted to physical traits. Like this guy is tall. This guy has these eyes that I like or, or some, some other thing that you attracted to physically. That is what makes you want to talk to that person in the first instance. Now, upon talking to them, because of their physical attractiveness, you will then understand what their personality is like. And then you will be like, okay, the, the physical is there, the personality is there, both combined make me want to stay. Or it may go the other direction where the physical is there, but the personality is not there. And so I don't want to stay. So I, based on that, I don't understand how someone could be called shallow for admitting that physical matters. And I don't understand how people who say physical don't matter. Like, what is it about somebody you're meeting for the first time draws you to that person? Please explain. Well, first of all, I don't think- Boom, roasted. I don't think it's not, it's not black and white. But I think the difference is, um... oh yeah, God. bitch. You have nothing to say, bitch. No, you got nothing no, to I say, have... bitch. Because I won. I won the debate. I won the no, debate. No, 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 no. You don't know why. You don't know why. Because no, because there's a difference between admiring someone like for their physical features, and just absolutely not giving someone the time of day because you know they might not be really skinny or they might not be as muscular as you want them to no, be. No, Josh, those are two different things. Those are two different things. What I'm saying... See, I, I, feel like, I feel like you wouldn't give someone the time of day if they had, like, more than 15% body fat. That is not true. That is not true. Okay. What okay, I'm no, saying okay, is... No, no, we see the material, girl, literally. We know, we know what you like. We know your <laughs> type. <laughs> No, that's not true. That's not true. But my thing is, my thing is like, okay, let's take, for example, in today's world, we all, you know, everybody has a Tinder app or whatever, Grindr, whatever it is. Let's not use Grindr. Let's use an app like Tinder where you're trying to date seriously. Mm-hmm. Just swiping based on how a person looks. So then I don't understand what other criteria you're using to, to initiate the conversation. And what I'm saying here is that it's not that looks are the only thing that matters. I'm just saying that people need to be honest and admit that physical attractiveness does carry some weight and more often than not, it is the first thing that draws you to someone, but it's not necessarily enough to keep you interested in that person. I have, I have actually some really good tea for you, and this is going to blow your mind. I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to say this. <laughs> actually, my friend doesn't listen to the podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Are you so going to say his no, name? No, no. So I actually have a friend who works for Hinge, mm. and he was explaining to me the algorithm, and people who get swiped the most are matched with other people who get swiped the most. Oh, uh, swipe meaning that they um you you want to talk to them. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it ends up creating like this bubble where only where 
attractive people only see attractive people. Ah. And then ugly people will only see ugly people because they would go in the opposite <laughs> direction. Oh my God, no way. Where the, people, where the people who don't get swiped only see people who don't get swiped. So in other and, words, they're grouping all the ugly people together, like you and all the yeah, people is, like me. That is legit, like... I feel like that's so fucked up. <laughs> and you know what? And you know why it makes sense? Because, like, um, he was like, he's like, you ever ask an ugly person what kind of people they see on Hinge? Wait, did he, and, did, did he actually say, did you ever ask an ugly person? Yeah. Wow. And you call me bad. No, well, he was just, he was, ex- he was talking and arguing with them. So, you know, it doesn't come. Ugly meaning does get much swipes, you know? Okay. Okay. And it's like, I really have heard people say they only see ugly people on Hinge. And like, it, it really did click for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, so I mean, girl, it's almost like if you see attractive people on Hinge, it's like, congrats, you made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> that is so hilarious. But I came prepared for your ass, but, um, you know, I did my research to back up what I am saying. <clears throat> As in, as in you looked at your dating history? No, baby. I I did my research. I went into, you know, my academia mode. And according to Whedon and Sabini, in 2005, <laughs> they have said, and I quote, physical attractiveness may serve as a gatekeeper directing us towards partners who are healthy, age-appropriate, and able to reproduce. So what that what that tells me, Josh, is that we are wired to seek all people that we feel are physically attractive, um, because we want someone that we can reproduce with, and uh, somebody who is healthy, right? Um, <clears throat> the other study I looked at was done by Lu. I, I can't pronounce this. It's L U O and Zhang in two thousand and nine. <clears throat> sorry. And they said that when we make real-life dating and mating decisions, research indicates that physical appearance dominates. We choose to pursue relationships with those who are attractive to us. And then the final piece of uh, research I want to cite, which was done by Lipper in 2007, men, both gay and straight, seem to consciously recognize the importance of physical attractiveness more than women, both straight and lesbian. So all of this says that it's, it's supporting my argument that yes, physical matters more than we are willing to admit. And it matters even more so to men. So I think when you put it in the context of gay dating, it's even heightened. So what do you have to say to okay. that? Okay, you know what? I like your... I like your cute little, your little quote. You actually feel like you did something. And you know what? I, I have a quote for you. Since you want to be a big accountant, girl. Since you're such an academic girl. My quote is from the Holy Bible. Mark. <laughs> Chapter 4, verse 17 to 27. But I'm not going to go into all of it. But it says... But there is such shallow soil of character that when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives, 
there is nothing to show for it. So that's what I have to say to you who only look at the physical aspect but nothing underneath. Baby, that's why that's why you can't get a man. <laughs> Josh, <clears throat> great quotes. No, no, but you know what though? And I think it's something that people take for granted, stuff that they say, but it's like, if you're with someone, so mm-hmm. personally, if, if you're dating someone, I would never like, co- like really comment on their appearance. Like I would never, I would never give them, I would never compliment them and I would never not like say they're ugly or something like that. But a lot of times when someone- Wait, stop, someone, stop, I'm, I'm lost. You would not compliment your partner? No, no, I would not comment your partner. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to, I guess, create this narrative of whether your partner is attractive or not. Yeah. But a lot of times what people would do is, if you're dating someone, some people might say something slick like, oh, I think you could, I think you could do better. I said that meaning, to you one time, yeah. Meaning, and people, people say that really normal, like, yeah. but I feel like that really does it does put like an idea in your head of of like what is better like what does that mean well i mean it just means that okay so for example i said that to you one time right uh it, you remember yeah. when i said that i can't remember yeah I no but i said i no but yeah i think i think you said it when it was over so your timing was a bit different but anyway i will still say it anyway i will oh. still say it anyway <clears throat> okay um but it just means that, you know, I just don't find that person attractive and you shouldn't either. But that's a very stupid thing to say, right? I'm glad, I'm glad we have that on film or on, on tape. <laughs> it's a stupid <laughs> thing to say because it's not, it's not about what I like, what, it, what your friends like, it's about what yeah. you like. But, but I have my fucking opinion and I'm going to give my fucking opinion. And if I think you could do better, I'm going to let you know I think you could do better. So that's that on that. See, see I feel like with that... It's easy to like, I don't know, I feel like take away from something. Cause I'm not sure. I have seen people who enjoy the company of someone they're dating, but the moment that they think that, you know, other people might find them ugly or something, they they kind of suddenly become not interested in them. Well, that's stupid. That's stupid because that means you don't like the person. For them, you just like them because you want validation from other people for you having someone attractive. And I think that's one extreme. I think those people may actually be shallow, but I'm talking about people like me who are not ashamed to admit that physical attraction does weigh to some extent on who wow. you want way, to be. Way, way, so, so you call me, you, you fat big since it weighs a lot to you. Well, I mean... <clears throat> I'm not going to date anybody who is 600 pounds, but I find it very interesting, side note, that everyone on my 600 pound life has a has a, a partner. Everyone. And you don't, so. And some of them have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's someone for everyone, but, you know. Oh, one of the things um that we have to touch on as well is that attractiveness could depend on geography if you look at just the united states for example like people may be attracted to different things like on the i think i feel like in miami 
or even maybe in California, like people might be more into your body, you know, or this is not a physical characteristic, but you know, it could still fall under the umbrella of being shallow, but you know, things like what kind of car you drive. Whereas in New York, people are more into like, okay, what do you do for work? Mm-hmm. So, you know, culturally uh, or, or, or across different geographies, you might find different things being uh, um, categorized as being shallow. Or people might be interested in you for, for different reasons. And so as somebody who lived on the East Coast as now living on the West Coast, what differences have you noticed? Um, I honestly haven't noticed much differences. Actually, I do think, you know what? People give shit to like the East Coast and New York. But I feel like people in the Bay Area are more unfriendly. Well, not that they're unfriendlier, but I feel like because the standard of living is much higher, like people really don't want to fuck around and waste their time, you know? I think what you're trying to say is that people on the West Coast are nice but they're not kind but people on the east coast are kind but they're not nice yeah yeah exactly yeah that's exactly it which i kind of prefer the east coast but my story with california is constantly changing but anyway i just want to say that i won today's episode because you didn't really come with any any you know you didn't come with any girl girl you know what you know what quiet as it is kept as funky that neighbor would say word on the street is that you tell your partners that if they gain more than 20 pounds, you're dumping them. What do you have to say to that? Well, <laughs> I'll say it for you. You said yeah. <laughs> yes. So. That's what you say, that's what she said, and that's what she will say. Because you're that kind of girl. Listen, I I don't want to be with two people. I want to be with one person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know what? And and that's all I have to say. I'm dressed like that. We saw his true colors. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, I mean, I I don't expect my partner to remain the same. And I'm obviously not going to remain the same. But I mean, come on. You can't just like, I was attracted to you, you know, a certain way. And, you know, just like, let's try to maintain that, you know. So solid. So they should get up. No, no, no. Clearly, clearly they can't get they can't gain weight, they can't get old because you just dumb them to You know what? Since we're already here, Josh, let's just go there. Let's just go there. What do you think of body positivity? Um I want people to be happy. And if (laughs) they feel happy in their own skin, then love that for them, you know? Yeah. So you have. I don't want to get caught. You want. You want. You want to come for me. No, 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 girl. Defend, defend your stance. Defend your pose. Um, I'm not okay. Let me start by saying this. Maybe I don't understand what body positivity is, but what I will say is that I don't think telling someone who is six hundred pounds that uh, they're just beautiful in their skin and and that's fine. I think that. I think. I think we all have different body types. So I don't think everybody has to have a six pack or be like a size two or whatever. But I do think that there is some 
danger in telling someone that it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on with you, your body, you, you can just, you know, continue gaining weight and that's okay because it's not okay because being overweight puts you at risk for quite a number of diseases. Now, you can also be at risk for these diseases if you are not overweight as well, but I think it's just about being healthy. You know, encourage exercise, encourage eating a bit healthier. Like I said, you don't have to be muddle thin, but, you know, at some point you have to realize that it's not a, a lifestyle that's healthy or sustainable. And that's what I have to say on that. Well, first of all, body positivity, you clearly didn't grasp the movement. But I started body by saying maybe I don't understand. I started by saying maybe I don't body understand. Body positive. Body I started positive, off by saying body positivity. Body positivity is essentially to mind your fucking business. It is that if someone does not look like a model or does not fit what you think is attractive, you're not allowed to treat them any different. No, 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 no. You're man, not allowed. Catch. You're not. No, a, you're no, not allowed no, to no, side no. eye them and be like, what I said. be like, that is not be what like, be like, skinny. What I said is, what I said is, I have a problem with people who are like, no, it's fine to continue. You know, let me just feed you and help you gain weight and on your beautiful, even if you gain fifty more pounds. That's that's a problem. My no, my thing is that the th- the problem is that not everyone is a fucking doctor. You are not a fucking doctor, so you cannot you cannot say what someone's body weight is and isn't healthy. But Josh, I mean, yeah, you're not making yeah, any no, stand. no, no, but yeah, if you look if you look at my six hundred pound life, then yes, yeah, it's easy to say those girls are obese. But the problem with body positivity critics is like. People will look at Lizzo and say she's unhealthy when Lizzo is perfectly healthy. Josh, listen to me. Overweight. Listen, the first thing I said, one of the first things I said is that everyone does not have the same body type, right? So you could be, you know, thicker than the other person and you can be healthy, right? And I'm saying that's fine. What I'm saying is encouraging people to continuously gain weight and saying that that is fine is not fine because... Because we all know that gaining weight, excessive amounts of weight is a leading um, cause of, of several different diseases. And when you go to the doctor, one of the things the doctor is going to do is weigh you and let you know if you are healthy weight for your age and, and, and height. You know what? You know what I have to say to you? That's why the police coming for you because... You really? No, you really you think... No, 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 be, no, because you, ju- you just got caught in your own lie. Because you just said, is about encouraging people to be healthy, which is not what body positivity is. Body positivity is that people should feel beautiful or pretty how they are. You're not, you're not encouraging someone to gain weight. You're just saying... You're good. You look good. Like you deserve to feel good. You deserve to feel confident. Okay. 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 Like but you, you know what? You, should, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to feel that you're only beautiful if you're skinny. That's what body positivity is. Okay. Well, if, well, let me say this. I did not understand what body positivity was, and you've cleared that up for me, and I thank you. And now that I understand what it is, then fine. Everyone could be, could you know, be body positive. But what I'm saying is. Even though you feel beautiful, regardless if you're of, you know, <laughs> how big or how small you are, that is great. But you may want to take your health into consideration. <laughs> so that's that on that. 
<laughs> Girl, you know what? So thank you for educating me. Well, I hope I hope I don't gain too much weight because clearly you stop talking to me. Yes, I will because there won't be enough space for you on this podcast. Mm, okay. Okay. Girl. <laughs> Listen, I don't have a wide angle lens on my camera. Okay. Well, you know what? As a Patreon exclusive, <laughs> we're going to <laughs> we're going to measure our body dimensions and see what I'm talking about. Who can and can't fit in the camera lens. <laughs> Uh, Josh, this was a wonderful uh, episode. I had so much fun. There is so much noise outside this apartment today. Oh my god, listeners, I apologize. Like, just I, I suppose wow. I, I thought you, you see, I told you that it's not a nice area, and you just you like, you're like, oh, it's such a nice area, it's, it's like four blocks away. No, it's just a lot. This is a main street, so there's a lot going on in this street. Anyway, that's all for today, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening. And Josh, it was a wonderful chatting with you. Guys, I just want to say it was nice defending the people, defending <laughs> everyday people like, like us. You know, Joel is clearly the antagonist in this situation. Don't he hate is, me because I'm is, beautiful. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. He is the social media and, you know, we have to stand up against him. So guys, together we ride. It's not um, my fault you're ugly, Josh. It's not ah, my fault you're ugly. Goodbye, everyone. You know what?